Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Believe Georgia Dog Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Scored a touchdown earlier on a direct snap. Now it's Michelle's turn running all the way. Gets to the edge. Tony Michelle will send the dogs home to the championship game. Fifty-three and a half yard drive near hash. Kick right. Snap. Hold. Kick is away. It's reaching. And it is good. 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 Hot pot does it. All right. Hot pot. Wilcox with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel Truth. Welcome in. It is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Also coming at you on Brinks TV. Uh, it is we're we're back. Uh, I had a Thursday jamboree, and uh, sorry we couldn't be with you guys last week, but we're back and better than ever this week. Uh, it's week one for high school football. Uh, in the state of Georgia and the state of Tennessee and many states around the country. So, uh, joining me is Coach Israel Troop. Israel, what's up, man? What's going on, fam? So good to see you guys again. Um, you know, it's always, you know, sad where we're not with you guys, but we're back this week. And like Corey said, we got some high school football coming up this weekend. Um, actually, they're playing right now in the Corky Kale um, up in Atlanta. Um, so um, football's back, baby. And I'm excited to see it. Oh, absolutely, man. And uh, that, that's great, man. You guys take on Appling County, right? Yes, the Pirates of Afton County, which is a very good football team. Their defensive end, um, dang, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he is actually committed to Georgia uh, from Afton County. So we get to see him tomorrow. Um, they have a running back who is also getting some looks from some very uh, powerful Power Five schools as well. So it'll be a good test for us tomorrow night. Absolutely, man. Well, well, best of luck. Hope you guys come out on top. I'm, I'm excited to see kind of what your score is. I've got an, I've got another, uh, a number of my contacts that I have to call and say, Hey, how'd your game go? And, and we, we talk through it kind of, that's like Friday night tradition for me. I call some of my coaching buddies and see how their nights went. Um, but yeah, we're, we're taking about an hour and a half trip up North to Clarksville to take on, uh, the, to take on Kenwood. I don't even know what their mascot is. Don't really care. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're black and gold. I can tell you that much. And uh, we're young. We're young Israel. We're extremely young. We have 31 freshmen. They, wow. mo- they more than double any other class on our team. So it's uh, it's, it's insane. That's going to be a long senior night for y'all in about three more years. Yeah. In about three years, it, it'll be a really, if we can keep them all, it will be a really long senior night this year. Senior night is going to be like, we could just do it during pregame warmups and probably not even miss pregame warmups. We, I think we're going to have before it's all said and done seven, seven seniors. Oh wow! Yeah, so we have Love seven seniors, game. like nineteen juniors, eleven sophomores, and thirty-one freshmen. Hey, you're building up depth, so that's a good thing. You get them young and you teach them how you want them, and then guess what? Sky's the limit from there. Bingo, bingo. We know we're going to struggle this year, and that's okay. 
but we're young. So we're, I mean, in two years, we're going to be hell on wheels. So uh, I, I'm excited about it. But again, we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. Uh, you can find us. Our social media information is scrolling. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, our last video got well over a thousand views. Uh, we are uh, we are linked on our channel and the Believe Podcast Network channel as well. Um, so we got a ton of views through there. So we thank you for finding us and, and liking it and, uh, hope you, hope you guys stay with us, but, um, you know, at Troopstar 28 at coach Burton 36, those are our personal Twitters. Uh, you can find us anywhere. Just rate, subscribe, like do, do whatever, but join the bandwagon. We don't care how you do it. We don't care if you watch us, listen to us either way. Just join in on the fun, but we got a lot to talk about Israel, but we are presented by BetOnline.ag. It's the number one place to go if you want to place some bets. You know, I, you can play. They have, man, they have it all, man. It, it's it's really, really good. And and it's uh, they have the casino. They have you know some of the futures that you you know that you can that you can bet on. Are you gonna take any action? On, on any college football games. We were talking about this last night on uh, SEC after dark. There's some early lines out. Georgia is yes. six point underdogs to Clemson. Yes. I'm definitely going to take, uh, especially in that one. Um, you know, we were actually, I think we were like two or three point favorites last time I checked. And then all of a sudden we're six point, six points underdogs. So, you know, with the injuries coming along, which we're going to get into later, you know, those odds always change, but I still have the dogs in the day. Uh, most of my betting comes on during college football anyway. So um, I'm excited to uh, get back into it with bet online. You know, they're, they're a great source, but you know, they have all the games, anything you want to bet on, they have it. Um, so I'm excited to get back into it. Um, I haven't dabbled in the casino nights like you do. Um, but I think, I, I think I might, you know, as soon as football season kind of slows down a little bit, going into maybe an off week, I'll try to dabble in the casino nights on uh, bet online. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's there's a thing called the Forbidden Tomb uh, that they're mm. that they're advertising for. You get a five hundred dollar bonus if you hit the right uh, spins. You get, I think you get uh, if you play at least a hundred spins, you qualify for uh, for a five hundred dollar bonus. So, um, mm. so that's something. That if if you're one of those people that just says, "Oh, I just go for the slot machines," first of all, you're lying. Second of all, <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. So <laughs> this, this might be the one for you. So, um, but visit the website today or, or use your mobile device and join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before that next big game, head on over to bet online and start playing today, bet online, your online sports book experts. So, um, since we last left, since we last, last left you, uh, Georgia has had a scrimmage, but unfortunately, they've also sustained a few injuries. The injury bug has came to Athens and then visited the team. And uh, it bit Darnell Washington and Tyke Smith. They sustained some foot injuries during practice, according to Kirby Smart. Uh, they are both undergoing treatment. Uh, Smith suffered a sprained ankle. He's doubtful for the opening game, but... You never know. And then Washington, Darnell is out, expected to be out four to six weeks. He just underwent surgery. Uh, so also some other uh, some other injuries. You still got Warren Erickson out with his hand injury. Jalen Kimber, Jalen Kimber, uh, Eric Gilbert. We'll we'll get to him more specifically later on in the show. Uh, John Fitzpatrick is, is is a little banged up. Owen Condon, Dominic Blaylock, and of course George Pickens. So um, let's talk about Washington. 
uh, out four to six weeks. Where does this leave us at the tight end position? Uh, what do you mean? Shoot, we still got two more studs in the back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, you know, you always, you hate to see it. Um, you know, we, and especially as us being football coach, we also know that the injuries are going to come, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not from, you know, a lack of preparing, you know, they, they're, they're working in the weight room, you know, they're doing everything the right way. You know, sometimes a kid just lands wrong or, you know, just something, you know, a freak accident happens, you know, kids get hurt. So, I mean, no need to press the panic button yet. I mean, we're fine. You know, Darnell will be back in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, hopefully Taki will be back sooner. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, there's no need to hit the panic button. We still got guys behind them that can get the job, get the job done. Uh, you still got Nylon Green. You still got a plethora of tight ends. You still got a bunch of different formations and things that you can do offensively. Um, to counter to uh, counter Darnell being out, so um, let's all just relax and you know wait wait till you know we play Clemson and let's see what happens after that. Yeah, I mean you still got Darion Kendrick who is a little banged up, but he he's still he's still ready to go for that Clemson game. So you still have a little mm-hmm. bit of veteran veteran leadership there. So I mean I'm, I'm I'm with you on the tight end spot. I mean yeah, it does worry me that that, that a freshman is going to be pressed into play a little bit sooner than we may have wanted him to because we had built up some depth there. But Fitzpatrick will be fine. He's he's banged up. He probably would play if this this if this were game week. Um, and and then of course the receiver position we we already knew going in that we weren't sure who was going to be the guy and it could change every single week. So the fact that, you know, we, we lose a giant target literally and figuratively um, mm-hmm. there is a little cause for concern, but I, I think that what Todd Monken has been able to do with having all of these weapons, you know, the, the blessing behind it is he's found different and creative ways to, mm-hmm. to attack using what he's got. So he'll just, He'll just unhook the uh, Darnell Washington series and and just stick it over here on the shelf for a little for a little mm-hmm. while for about four to six weeks and he'll he'll put it back in the book right. It, it, he might feature Jermaine Burton a little bit more. He might you know Adonai Mitchell might get a little more run than 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 normal in the first four to six weeks because of this injury. I mean, there's some good things that could come of this for for some other people. You know, you hate to see it and and you hope mm-hmm. he recovers uh, in four weeks instead of six, but you know it's, you know, it's not going to be the end of the world. We've recruited well, and we're going to, we're, we're about to find out what this depth looks like. And, and I'm, you know, I think John Fitz, I think uh, Fitzpatrick's going to have to step up. And I, I think Brock Bowers is going to really kind of have to step in there and, and, and play a huge role as well. So um, I'm excited to see what those two bring to the table. I'm excited to see kind of how we manage this depth. We still have a plethora of running backs available. So it ain't like we're, we're, we're thin anywhere. Uh, we just don't have as much proven talent at this moment that we had a year ago. So, I mean, it is what it is. You you, you deal with it and, and you move on. You find ways to win. And at least it happened in training camp to where you can find mm-hmm. some solutions and get some guys going. And, and uh, you've got a little bit more time to kind of, to kind of figure that part of it out and say, okay, well, we're going to attack Clemson this way instead of mm-hmm. with Darnell Washington. Yeah, exactly. Instead of having to figure it out the day before or, you know, a week before you play Clemson, you're like, oh, crap, what am I going to do now? Um, you know, everybody wants to talk about, you know, Georgia's recruiting, you know, Kirby Smart gets this, this top guy in the nation, you know, and it's time for those guys to step up and show what they can do. Um, exactly. You know, it's, it's, like you said, they haven't proven anything yet, you know, and that's par for the course, but I mean, 
once your number's called, you never know when it's going to be called. You got to know what to do when you go out there. So, I mean, I got to have all the faith in these, all the faith in these guys. Um, you know, Todd Munkin has shown that what he wants to do, he wants to throw football. He wants to pretty much be balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, in his mind balance and not Mike Leach's mind of balance, you know? So, um, we still have, like you said, stable running backs, you know, we still have, you know, tight end depth. We still have receiver depth. Uh, we got a quarterback, we got offensive line depth. So, I mean, you know, losing Darnell, it hurts, but you know, we'll get him back. You know, if we lose, if we lost him and Peekins for the year, now that hurts, you know, but you know, we get Darnell back and hopefully, you know, We'll get Pinkins back next year, depending on what his decision is at the end of this season. Um, so, you know, we're we're, we're going to be fine. You know, it's time for these guys to step up. You know, you yeah. might see a little bit more ten personnel stuff now. You know, so I mean, it, it's fine. I think you know that op- that just opens up the door for you know another guy to step up, whether it's a tight end, whether it's another receiver who's kind of you know in the wings, you know, trying to play a little black stage role. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what, what coach Munkin does, what that staff does, what they come up with, you know, so I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm excited to see kind of how this defensive backfield responds as well. I mean, you have Amir speed who, who's a guy that anytime we think of the defensive backfield, I, I never think of Amir speed. I, I don't know about you, but I, he's always one of those names that I just kind of pass right over, you know, cause you have. Darian Kendrick, you have Tyke Smith, Jalen Kimber, mm-hmm. Keely Ringo, and he's kind of that forgotten guy. And and he's a big physical guy back there, a big presence at corner. He's going to get mm-hmm. some 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 of these reps now at the star position. How does he kind of fit in now? Now you know he's he's been in that defense for a little while, so he kind of knows what to do. And now you take a guy who knows what to do and throw him in that position now, and he's got a chance to compete, a chance to play. You know, you start to see his. He start. You start seeing progress. You start to see him. You know, the way he prepares himself changes. So, you know, that's a good thing. You know, you never want to never want to happen because the guy gets injured um, by any means. You know, you never wish an injury upon anybody. But when the time, when your time and your number's called, it's time to go to work. And I think he'll be fine. Like you say, he's a big, strong, physical kid who can play that star position. Uh, which yeah. your star position is kind of like a a corner, but a safety and linebacker kind of hybrid kind of guy anyway. You know, he can come down yeah. and fill in the box and he can play in coverage too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if Amir Speed can do that, you know, and then you still got Nala Green who can come in and play wherever if they need him to. And, uh, and Brady, Latavius Brady's been, been, been in that role as well. And they were looking right. at Adam Anderson in the spring in that role. So th- there's mm-hmm. a lot of different things they could do scheme wise to kind of maneuver that star position wherever kind of wherever they want them as kind of yeah. that utility knife type situation. Exactly. So, you know, you, you get a fast guy in there. Like if you're getting a lot of 10 personnel and a lot of vertical stuff, if, if you have a team that's probably in have that's in 21 or 12 personnel or, you know, more heavy on the run, maybe you stick an Adam Anderson out there and get an extra bigger body in, in, inside the box. You know, there's, there's all, all kind of different things you can do with that position now. And, and I think that we have, three different types of people that, that can play that role really, really well in that position. So I'm excited mm-hmm. for that. Like I said, Breeny speed, uh, Jalen Kimber has been getting some reps there. Adam Anderson, you might don't be surprised if you see him there. So, you know, the defensive backfield is going to be fine. It, it's going to be what it was before Tyke Smith even got here. It was going to yeah. be, it was going to be a grab bag of super athletic guys that are going to get burnt sometimes and they're going to make plays sometimes and they're going to play super mm-hmm. aggressive and they're just going to fly around and, and, and do what they do. 
defensive backfield was never, I mean, okay. If you really had to get picky and look at it, that was probably the question mark, but was it with this front seven? Was it really a question mark or just something yeah. that like, if you had to point to something? Yeah, it was more so if you had to point to something. I mean, we, we still had guys coming back. Um, yeah, you you lose a few, but there's more so the experience part of it is kind of what we're looking at. Um, you have two that come in um, that kind of eases everybody's mind, but now one goes down, so now everybody's trying to hit panic button already again. Um, no, like there was talent, there was talent already there. Guys who's been in the system for a while. Um, now just just let them play. Just let them play. You know what? Is it a question? It's a question because of the inexperience back there. Yes. But as far as the talent that's back there, there's no question that they're very talented in the back end. It's the point of can they go out and execute on Saturday night and get the job done against anybody they play against. Exactly. I mean, that's the name of the game. Just go out and make plays. Forget about it. Learn from it. If, you, if, 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 a, if a play is made on you, forget about it and learn from it. If you make a play and just go out and make the next one, each and every play and you'll, you'll be just fine. But, um, exactly. you know, something that kind of concerns me, this is the second person actually, no, before we get to that, Cedric Van Pran, this might be a blessing in disguise. I, to me, he might be the better center, um, in, mm-hmm. in this mix, Warren Erickson going down, uh, f- for, for Cedric Van Pran, you never wish injury on a person, but then again, injury gives moves, gives way to, opportunity. I mean, if Mo Lewis mm-hmm. hadn't, hadn't uh, almost killed Drew Bledsoe, we would be saying, who is Tom Brady? Oh, he's that rookie that got cut from yeah. the Patriots, right? We would have never, we would have never heard from Tom Brady probably. Well, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to say never, but I mean, it, it, it would have been more unlikely at that point had Tom Brady not gotten that chance. So injury is a part of this game. It's going to happen. So Van Pran steps in at center. I'm excited for it. He's really athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, he can move. He can block at the next level. Uh, they might even pull him a little bit if, if they if they do some gap stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of really excited about the prospects of, of what Van Pran brings to the table. I mean, there's nothing better. And you know this as an offensive coordinator as much, the coordinator as much as I do. There's nothing better than having an athletic center. An athletic center that can make the blocks that you want to. That, like you said, that can pull. You know, your gap skin, your pin pulls, that situation, things like that. So, um, who's smart, you know, you yeah, got, yeah. he's, just think about who he's following, Bubba Velasco, Ben Jones, um, David Los Andrews, Andrews you know, yeah. just think about, just think about the guys who, who comes, you know, come to mind, you know, from that center position at Georgia. So, mm-hmm. um, to have the, the, yeah, to, to have the, the ability to go step in right now and play. I mean, that's awesome. Um, yeah. especially be as, as athletic and as smart as he is as well. Like I yeah. said, there's nothing better. Any coaches out there, there's nothing better than having an athletic center. Absolutely. And all, all those guys you just named and, and Lamont Galliard as well, uh, they could all move. They were all intelligent um, mm-hmm. and they were all like just gritty and just get after you. And especially uh, David Andrews and Ben Jones, those two are some of the nastiest centers I've, I've ever seen. Uh, Galliard was, was nasty in his own right, but he was extremely intelligent mm-hmm. as well. And just, Very he, had, he had such command of, of the offense and the, the, mm-hmm. the offensive line calls and stuff. I mean, he was, I mean, he was so pivotal, um, in all of that Trey Hill as well was, was extremely intelligent, uh, was just kind of the leader of the pack. So, um, you're hoping Van Pran can step in and bring that aspect of it. Of course, he's athletic. 
Um, you wonder if he could bring the cerebral product part of it, making calls, uh, directing traffic, things like that, picking up blitzes and getting people where they need to be in, in protection. And we'll see. I mean, everything I've heard is, is it's been rave reviews for him. He's been great. So, um, but all, what concerns me, uh, and, and as as we jump to uh, to our next injured person, uh, what, what concerns me is this is the second person in the program that's had to step away for personal reasons, and and I don't know I don't know all the details of what happened, um, but you know apparently one of the issues was that he lashed out at, at Kirby during practice, which you can't do. Um, but he's away from the team right now. Uh, he's dealing with some personal stuff. Uh, that's Eric Gilbert. You know, him and Scott Cochran are, are going through some stuff. I mean, it, you know, how, how much of it is just the, the weight of the world from this, uh, this pandemic, you know, Eric Gilbert has, is with his third program since January. Um, and it's not, you know, he, it just doesn't seem like mental stability is something that he's really good at dealing with right now. And maybe that's where he's getting help at this moment. You hope he's okay. Right. You hope it's just, he was really angry and just lashed out and it's not something more serious. Um, I'm afraid it is because he's been away from the team for quite some time and I, I, and he may never come back and you just got to hope at this point that he gets the help that he needs and, and, and just recovers. Oh yeah. You know, one, one thing, you know, I always refer back to is, uh, Marshawn Lynch saying you got to protect your all your stuff and most importantly your mentors, you know. And most people don't understand that this game takes a toll on, you know, not not just physically but mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to think about everything that he just went through. He went from being like one of the top recruits in the nation. He went to LSU, wasn't what what he expected, and now there's a roller coaster of recruiting. Um, he was supposed to go to Florida, you know. That was that was the big thing, you know. And now he enrolled at Georgia. You know, and, you know, you just never know what it, what's going on, you know, with the kid, you know, especially during that situation. And then you add on top of that, you never know what's going on at home. You know, um, you, we've seen a lot even in the NFL and, and other professional sports that COVID, you know, you never know. Somebody may be being affected by COVID, you know, in his family. He just doesn't know how to handle that, you right. know, and yeah, it's exactly. just, there's so many, there's so many things that, that, um, that can go on, you know, with a player. You know, um, you know, a lot of us don't don't wear our emotions on our sleeves. Um, guys, a lot of us just have our, you know, pack your lunch pail up and let's go to work. You know, that that was kind of my mentality. You you never know what's wrong with me, you know, because you never see it. You know, there's a lot of things that we deal with that people just never know about. So um, I hope the young man gets the help that he needs. I hope he's back with us, you know, sooner rather than later. Uh, but at the most part, football right now is not important. You know, at the end of the day, I care about the young man. You know, football game, we can, we're going to win win or lose football games with or without it, you know. But right now, you don't want to lose a young man, you know, because of the game of football. That makes sense, you know. Um, we we want to see this young man prosper way, way past football. Um, you know, I know he has aspirations to be in the NFL, but at the end of the day, you know, you got to take care of your, your, your mind first, you know, your mind and your emotions. Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people, people love you and I always remember that, uh, you're a dog now, you know, and, and come coming from two dogs that, you know, graduated from the university of Georgia, That's um, right. you know, we, we want, we want to see you, you know, we want to see you back, but we want to see you back fully 100%. Um, so if you need to take some time away, do that, you know, um, take care of yourself. 
yeah, we, we'll, your spot will be right here, ready for you. The receiver room will be right there for you when 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 you get back. They'll make some plays in your absence, and and hopefully sooner rather than later you get it sorted out and we can be, you know, we we can be good to go, and you can be good to go. You can be successful. Um, throughout the course of your life. Cause I mean, life doesn't, you know, life comes at you, life comes at you fast, life comes at you hard. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of adversity that you have to deal with. And sometimes when you get it piled up on you, it can be, it can be overwhelming, you know, this whole mm-hmm. college thing and, and going from LSU to Florida to Georgia, getting all of that stuff in order, transcript wise and things, things of the, of those natures administratively that you have to handle on your own moving, uh, battling playing time, the rigors of camp, you know, you might be a little banged up, tired, um, mm-hmm. and just to mentally drained. And, and then just all of a sudden it could just come to a head and, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And, and so it, it's a serious thing. And, and you, you know, you hope that you hope that he knows that he has a support system here at the university of Georgia, not only mm-hmm. with the, with the guys in that locker room and the people in the, the coach's office, but anybody that wears the G proudly has, you know, he has their support. He has our support as, as, as Georgia people, as, as, as former dogs, current dogs, anybody, you have our support, Eric. So it's, 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 uh, come, come on back. You know, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're a dog now. You, you, you're no longer a gator. You're a dog. So come on <laughs> or back. Tiger. Or tigers. 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 Hey, go tigers. Hey, Eric, come. Hey, this is Coach Oway. Come back, Eric. Uh, come back to the tigers. Yeah, I'll drink some Red Bulls and uh, we'll have some gumbo and uh, go tigers. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's a situation that, ooh, that that's going to be an interesting situation. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, to go off topic for a minute, uh, did you read about what what's happening with, uh, with Scott Frost. Is that going to be the new norm? Like what happened to Jeremy Pruitt? Is that going to be, the new norm? I don't, I don't know what I, I, I read it. And then I just, I just couldn't read anymore. I mean, but here's the thing though. Here's, here's what I don't understand. Here's you're, how you're you the head coach and you don't know what's going on within your program. There's no, no, no way. <laughs> no way. He's just digging himself a hole. It's bad. It's, it's, it's bad news. It's bad, 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 bad news. And he already had a rough go at it anyway. So um, Scott Frost ain't, ain't long for, for Nebraska, but I saw that and it just immediately made me think of Jeremy Pruitt. And I'm like, damn, Nebraska's willing to cut off their own arm just to get rid of what's in the hand. Just to win football games. Just to win football games. I can't risk doing anything. Yeah. I love football and I tell my kids all the time. I love the game of football. I, I love to coach it. You know, I love to play it, things like that. I would do anything to risk my job just to win football games. I just, I just can't see myself doing that. No, like we, we had a kid that was ineligible and, you know, we're like, well, we have 31 freshmen. We're going to, you know, and, and we thought about like trying everything we could to, to see if we could get him eligible. And at the end of the day, we're just like, yeah, I mean, we just, we just can't do it. You know, yeah. we, we, we just, it's, we just too, can't do too it. Big of a risk. Too big yeah. of a risk. Yeah. Cause we thought about maybe, okay, let's just play dumb, but you know, yeah. maybe, well, maybe not. What's the, what's the reward compared to the risk? <laughs> the reward is okay. I win like three extra games. The risk is you're going to get fired. <laughs> 
yeah, the, the, the risk is, Hey, you're, you're, you're done. But I mean this, and, and if this kid wasn't a good kid, like a great kid, you know, we probably wouldn't have visited the situation, just let it ride and say, Oh yeah, you know, you should have taken advantage of it. But I mean, this kid, like this kid carried two other kids out of the building today. Cause there was like a giant fight in the hallway. And he grabbed two kids up, put them on his shoulders, like fireman's carry, you know, like right here and, and, and took them out of the building. So the, oh, that's priceless. and you're like, and he's running in there. Like everybody's thinking he's about to jump in. No, he's carrying, he's carrying people out. <laughs> he just tackled two people and picked them up and <laughs> carried them. I was like, dang, I, I was like, dang, man, that's, that's impressive. I was like, man, Can and, you and come it, play D line, please. He was a D lineman. He was a D lineman before he was ineligible. That's what position he played. Senior. Oh man. Yeah. So he's done. But uh, yeah, he was a senior D lineman. Yep. (laughs) So, um, any uh, so as you read and kind of keep up with camp, are you noticing any people that are that are surprises? I mean, Adonai Mitchell. I don't consider much of a surprise. I keep hearing his name left. You know, I, you know, I hear about the throws um, and everything that QB one throwing, but mm-hmm. Mitchell is a name that keeps popping up on my news feed every single day. This kid must be bawling his eyeballs out. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, good Lord, every, every newspaper article I see Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell's doing this. There was one picture of the day from the scrimmage, him one handing a ball, yeah. you know? And I mean, it's, it's amazing, you know, we talked to, you know, we talked before spring even started, um, you know, he was one that we were saying, you know, might have to, you know, do a little bit extra to get in that starting lineup or even play this year without getting redshirt. And I'll be dang if this kid, he may start. Yeah. You know, I'm like, geez, it's crazy. <laughs> oh my God. You know, man, after man. watching the spring game and watching him do the things that he do, I mean, it's very, you know, he's kind of got a little, AJ Green esque about him for, for me. You know, he, he comes to work, you know, does what he's supposed to do. He's long, he's rangy, he can get the ball. So I mean, it's 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 nice to see. I mean, and he's a freshman. Yeah, he's so good with the ball in the air. He's so good uh it, with contested catches and coming back to the coming yes. back to it and just all the great body like, control. Great you know, body you can't control. teach body control. You can't no, teach you body can't. control. And he's got it. That. He's got it in spades too, man. It's, 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 it's fun to see. And, you know, you, you, you I watched him in high school uh, up here in Nashville and he was just, I mean, he was outstanding, but like, I never thought he would go into an SEC program day one and, and, and threaten the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, may, maybe it's just one of those things where it just looks so easy for him in high school that like, he doesn't have to make the hard catches, you know? Mm-hmm so you don't really see that he's capable of that. And then he gets in the spring game and you're like, I'm sitting there going, what, well, like, where did this come from? Like, I knew he was good, <laughs> but my God, like some of the, some of the ways he was contorting his body and, and like hanging in the air to give himself some extra time to, to come exactly. down with the ball. And then, then he lands. Then like, he knows how to land too. Like that's a, that's a skill that you have to learn uh, as a football player, especially as a receiver, right? Like you have to mm-hmm. learn how to land. Exactly. It, it's hard to do things like that. Body control is mm-hmm. very, very important. You can end up on somebody. I like that before you got body control. Nope. 
Nope. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be yeah, you're gonna be the poster child. It's like like the football version of getting posterized, like getting highlighted, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, you don't you don't want that. I mean, uh, and and we talked about this earlier, and I'm glad I'm hearing a lot of buzz on his name. It's Brock Bowers. Um, mm-hmm. You know that that's that's very timely now, right? I mean, <laughs> you never know. You know, I had a, my starting tackle went down today. Well, no, he went down. No, he went down last Friday. He went down last Friday, and I had to throw a freshman in there. And talking about his eyeballs are this big, and I'm like, see, you just never know when you're going. Your number's going to get called to. That's why we tell you don't play around at practice. Pay attention. Know what's going on. Because guess what? It can be. It, it can start right now. You know, and he's going out there tomorrow night, and he's starting that tackle. Um, mm-hmm. although my starter, he, he's ready to go, but you know, we're not going to put him out there unless we have to. Um, so, I mean, we're, we, we got, we got people ready to go and you never know when your number's going to be called. So you have to pay attention every day. You got to know what to do, know what everybody does, get things right. And go out there and ball when your number's called. Yeah. Um, so Kendall Milton referred to, and Kendall Milton is another name that I'm hearing and keep hearing. Um, but he called Brock Bowers a freak and he, and he said, he's got crazy explosion. Mm, that's called hard work and dedication in the weight room right there, baby. Mm-hmm. That that's called, uh, Oh, it's going to get <laughs> nasty. They got to figure something out. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's what that's called. But, um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm reading this message board. I'm reading dog vent right now. And it says, Chuck Norris just said Brock Bowers is tight in you. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. I clicked in this thread to see what, what, uh, what our boy at Anthony Dasher was saying about, about that. But um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty funny. You know, it's been pretty quiet. I hadn't seen dash have to, you know, throw a haymaker at anybody lately. So no. somebody tried um, to throw one at him the other day calling it a fraud and stuff. And I must you know have missed that, that one. Yeah. It, it well, it, 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 it wasn't much to do. It was much to do about nothing. Cause you know, obviously it's unfounded. And this guy was just, just had some sort of beef. Um, it, it was, it was when all that stuff about Eric Gilbert was first coming out. So. Mm-hmm. Twitter trolls. Yeah. Um, other surprising news. Uh, you know, Kendall Milton, I keep seeing him. He might be the guy, like he might emerge as like the, the, the lead guy. I, I, I mean, it wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah. We talked about him all last year. So, I mean, I mean, it's hard to like choose a guy when there's like 16,000 of them back there that can all do the job, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and then you got when like four of these leave this two, three, two, two or three leave this year, you got two or three more coming. Yeah, I think so I, I think just two are leaving uh, unless somebody leaves early. Because yeah. back up, yeah, yeah. I think it's just uh, Cook and Zeus right here. Yeah, Cook and yeah. Zeus. So you still got three more, and then you got what two more coming. So I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's amazing. Did you see the picture of Adam Anderson the other day? God, oh, he, my God, he made the uh, he made the top fifty NFL draft list. It got to him. I didn't know. I said this kid. This he was like a little string bean when he was in. High school, he, and you yeah. know, you watch him evolve now. And I saw him in that picture. He was at Rome, right? Up. Yeah, he went to Rome, and I saw him standing up directing the defense. <laughs> I said, "Holy crap! Look at this kid! It's insane." Yeah, the dude's a monster. 
hard work and dedication in the weight room. Yeah. Like you see, like James Cook came out and like you saw, I saw pictures of him. I'm like, where do those, where do those muscles come from? I'm like, my God, like you, you see what, <laughs> God, I'm like, you see what, uh, what our guys can do if they get a full, full weight cycle. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's insane. I mean, I, I've never seen anything like it. I love the fact that, you know, we got the weight room, we got the nutrition and things like that. Um, They're doing a, you know, like, and I hate to say this, I'm going to say it anyway, but I hate that COVID's kind of creeping back in. It's kind of staying away and creeping back in because you can see the difference in having a full spring, having a full, you know, summer to do things, having a full nutrition round table. You see the difference in not just Georgia, just all the other schools. You know, of course, they were still doing little things here and there, but having the ability to do whatever you wanted to, essentially, you know, to get back, you guys get back in the, into the, the mix of things, you know, training, um, eating right, uh, nutritional things, um, all that good stuff, studying, you know, because school is very important. Don't forget that. Um, yeah. so, you know, just seeing how things can change and seeing how bodies can change, minds can change, you know, it's, it's huge. So, you know, man, just watching, you know, those guys run around and fly around and just seeing, you seeing Adam Anderson from freshman to now, it's just like night and day, literally night and day. Yeah. And, and it's like a lot of the transformations these guys go through. I mean, uh, coach Sinclair does a, outstanding job call your perno as the nutritionist she does a tremendous job of just monitoring the food and, and helping and not only just telling these guys what to eat and hounding them in the dining halls but they have like cooking stations in, in the facility and she actually coaches them on how to prepare stuff for themselves so that when they go home or you know whatever the case may be or if they're at their apartment or just whenever they graduate, they'll have these skills, but she makes it fun for them and, and makes, makes them want to make things for themselves. And, and, and it's like, it's like a weird, I don't, it's not a weird, but it's like a sense of sense of accomplishment that these guys probably never thought they would ever get satisfaction from. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to hate going to the weight room, but after a while you start to be like, okay, look, look at me. You know, starting to get bigger, start starting to understand. You know, the wear and tear on your body is is less and less because because you're in shape. You know, you think about how many injuries happened last year, just phantom injuries from last year because we weren't able to get in the weight room like we like exactly. you know you normally would. Exactly. You know, and now you know you have a two foot injuries now. Yeah, think and, about how many and, and a couple of bumps and bruises. Yeah, a couple guys that yeah. are out that wouldn't be out on, on a regular game cycle. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's you know it it it's a world of difference. So, um, and then speaking of world of difference, you know, Eric, I, I, I read this thing about, uh, I, I was, you know, I scrolled, the, I scrolled the tweets, I scrolled, the, I scrolled the Twitters and I saw Devonte Adams. They were asking, yeah, scroll the tweets. Um, he was talking about Eric Stokes and, um, he said, you know, he's the closest thing to Jair as far as mentality and ability from what I've seen so far. The kid is fast as hell. He can get beat and recover kind of like how Sam Shields would do. I like what I see from him. He can really go. That's extremely high praise because Devontae Adams is mm-hmm. one of the tops in, in, in the game right now. Yes, I love watching Devontae Adams. 
Um, now you got Devontae Adams back. You got Aaron Rodgers back. And you got Randall Cobb back all on the same team now mm-hmm. again. So yeah. watch out and, for the game. And Aaron Jones came back. Aaron Jones came back, too. The yeah, Packers so are going to be good. They, the Packers are going to be good. good. But uh, if, if that's coming from Adams, you know, for a rookie, I mean, you know, that just says, you know, just how, how good he's been. That just shows to all those people that say Kirby Sparks never develops players. That just goes to show you that he does. It might not be at the rate that you think that he should be developing them, but when a rookie says that, I mean, when a veteran says that about a rookie, mm-hmm. and it's Devontae Adams, come on now. Yeah. Get it's, out of here. Especially unprompted, because like he doesn't have to talk about he doesn't have to talk about the DBs, especially the rookie yeah. DBs. He like Devontae Adams doesn't have to say anything about anything. I mean, you know, and for him to kind of like mention the Eric Stokes thing uh, is, is, is pretty good. And I heard Tyson Campbell's doing really well in Jacksonville too. I, I think they're ready to move on from one of their other veteran corners. That's kind of a pain in the ass. So mm-hmm. um, he's doing really, really well. Um, was it Mark Webb? Out yeah, in, uh, out doing in really good. Chargers, you know, checking mm-hmm. on our NFL guys. I mean, he's doing really well. Um, you know, Roquan got a little uh, got a little payback on Justin Fields. Picked him off in practice the one day <laughs> on a screen pass and and pick sixed him. That was that was pretty cool. I mean, there's a lot of dogs doing a lot of great things. Aziz Ojolari is is one of the uh, players to watch in the NFC East. So, mm-hmm. I mean, our our NFL guys are are, are really really putting some, some work together uh, in, in training camps right now and, you know, making a good name for the G and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, showing that, you know, completely obliterating that narrative that Kirby smart can't develop talent and his yeah. coaching staff. They're just great recruiters. They're just great recruiters. All they do is recruit great talent. Nope. Nope. These guys are pl- like, watch these guys in the NFL. They're actually performing. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, and yeah. even a couple of my teammates, Alec Ogletree's having a great spring. Yes. Um, you know, Leonard Floyd, um, although he was, he was a, a Rick and a, and a smart guy toward the end there. Um, he's having a great, a great, uh, off season as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of Georgia guys out here falling. Um, your guy, AJ guys. is looking for a resurgence down there in, uh, yeah. in the desert. So AJ's doing a great job. So, I mean, there's a lot of guys who, you know, who kind of, I wouldn't say fell off, but just kind of had to find their niche. Justin Houston now is back with, he's with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was a teammate of mine in Georgia as well. So Jake um, Fromm led know. a game winning drive. I mean, albeit it's preseason, but he led a game winning drive for mm-hmm. Buffalo. That's, that's important. He he's in a race to make the team as the third quarterback, uh, and, mm-hmm. and maybe fight for the, for the backup job. I mean, Mitch Trubisky's pretty much got that locked up, but you know, just to be on the roster. I mean, that's, that's pretty good, pretty good living there. Yeah. So, um, you know, even though Justin Fields did not end the dog, you know, I think he had a very good game against the uh, Dolphins the other night. I watched, um, I watched a couple minutes of that. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of great things going on. I, I rarely watch the NFL, but I kind of want to see how things were going. Um, you know, things are going well. You know, I'm, I'm very interested, interested in seeing what they do in Jacksonville with uh, Minshew and, um, pretty boy down there in Jacksonville. You already know what they're going to do with that. 
It's gonna be it's gonna be sunshine all the way. Come on. I don't know. Garner Minshew looked pretty good the other night. He he did. And he's it's Minshew magic. They're probably gonna mm-hmm. trade him. They I bet they trade him. They they've invested too much in into the golden boy. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I'm I'm a huge Minshew fan. Don't get me wrong. I, I love Minshew. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's outstanding. Um it's the stash. I'm growing. I'm growing my, my my football beard out. By the way, so. yeah, it looks 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 strong, man. Sorry, sorry, sorry to those at home. Hey, it does look kind of rough right now. I got to go get a haircut too. But you know, the football beard is now yeah, in full effect. So beware. I was gonna say, like, I know it's time for me to get a haircut. So, like, when I look up, I can see it like flip out the bottom. <laughs> like when I wear a hat, I can like when when my hair starts to flip up and curl a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's when I, that's when I know it's, it, it's time, but yeah, your beard's looking exactly. nice, man. We got, so, so, so now we got to get a little front light on you to really highlight your beard. That's oh, what I we got to do. Well, actually, you know, I'm outside. I don't have a nice little man cave yet um, at our new yeah. house, but you know, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a brighter light behind this behind me. So, you know, you can see this beautiful yeah. face of mine. Get, get, get you one of these. I know I got to get me. I guess it's the TikTok like is what my kids call it. Yeah. It's uh, it works, man. It makes me look good, right? Gives me a halo. It's just too bright. How about that? Does that work? No. Um, yeah, I'm not. Don't worry. I'm not going to start doing these uh, these new TikTok dances. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah. Actually, I've, I've been practicing. I'm doing that. <laughs> uh, doing that Applebee's dance. You know. Uh, no, it's uh, the, the Walker Hayes dance. That's the that's the biggest craze. But no. Um, yeah, get get you. Let's see that beard, man. That thing's looking nice. I, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait till November to see that thing. Like, you got to oh, hold man. strong. I, I know your wife oh, probably yeah. hates it, but she gotta... she looked at me today. She was like, "Well, she knows it's football season, so she really doesn't bother me about the beard." She's like, "When are you getting a haircut?" I'm like, well, "As soon as I have time." Mm-hmm. You know, right now I'm I'm doing a podcast and I'm working on our bus assignment for tomorrow. Um, I got parents texting me because our parent, our kids don't dadgum tell them what we tell them after practice. So, man, if it, if you ever thought that being a football coach was just calling plays and you know all that jazz that you see, it's not. It's yeah. not. And 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 that's that's like the least part of it. So, um, yeah. But uh, Israel, there's a there's a timer up there that's uh, that's yelling at us and. Um, it has hit triple zeros. So guess what we guess what we get to do? We get to wrap up. You probably need to go text some parents anyway. So um but yeah, so again, we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. You can find us at Believe in Dogs on uh, on all social media platforms. You can find our YouTube channels, subscribe, comment, uh, like our stuff. Um, you can also find us anywhere you find your podcast. Uh, you can subscribe there as well. Rate, review, all that good stuff. Give us a follow. Give me a follow. Give Israel a follow. Give the show a follow. Uh, the Believe Podcast Network YouTube channel. Our videos will also be there. Uh, you can also check that out uh, on, on that platform. Uh, of course, right here at Brinks TV. You know, the, the, you know, they do fine work here as well. Love that we're on this video and you can't tell that we don't have the coolest set. Yes. You can't tell me that this floating bulldog head in the background is, is not the coolest thing (laughs) that Brinks TV has to offer. And I I know they've probably picked up some more shows uh, since, uh, since we last made that comment and I still stand by it. We still have the coolest one. 
and we couldn't do it without all you guys subscribing and commenting exactly. and doing things you guys doing. So we thank every single one of you guys for, you know, allowing us to do this thing. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head. Bingo. Keep doing, keep telling your friends. That's how, that's how word gets out. That's how we grow. And that's how we're going to become the best Georgia podcast on the market. That's our goal. And and that's, that's what we're striving for. We're going to go full steam ahead. We're going to bring you, we're going to bring you that authentic coach's perspective and uh, we're, we're going to give it to you real, but real positive. So that's, that's what we do here. And, uh, but, uh, we are presented by betonline.ag. We are the believe in Georgia dogs podcast. We thank you for listening. We thank you for watching on Brinks TV. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Good luck in your game, Israel. I hope you guys come out one and know. And brother. absolutely, man. I appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you back here next week. Uh, as we get inch closer and closer to kickoff. And as always, go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. Yeah. This is the Georgia Dog Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.